Oh, those stupid calorie pears. <laughs> they stink and they're everywhere. Oh, I hate those stupid things. Welcome to the Million Dollar Landscaper Podcast. We're your hosts, Scott and Katie Molchan, and we make it easy to start working on, not just in your landscaping business. We're a real couple that helped grow our family business to well over a million dollars in revenue. And now we help other landscaping business owners just like you to do the same. Are you ready to build your business? Let's get started. Before we get into today's show, a big thank you to our sponsor, Send Gym. If you want to get the lead you want and turn your current clients into raving fans, then you need to try Send Gym. They've created an exclusive offer just for our listeners. If you sign up today, you can get your first month for just $2. So if you haven't already, go to sendgym.io forward slash MDL, where you can get even more exclusive deals just for Million Dollar Landscaper podcast listeners. That's sendgym.io forward slash MDL and take advantage of these awesome deals today. Welcome back, everybody. Today, before we get started, we mentioned on the podcast that we are Fix-This Next advisors now, specifically you. I believe we have. I thought so. Well, I thought we could just mention it again. We still don't have it all fleshed out on how we're going to work it into our podcast and the academy and all that. But basically, Fix-This Next helps you pinpoint like the crucial areas in your business that you need to work on like right now because yeah. everybody's always got a lot going on. Yeah, that's the biggest struggle landscapers have is where do I start? I have all these little issues or you're not sure which where to pinpoint it. So we want to uh, help you work through it and figure out where to start. Yeah, so basically you take an assessment and then Scott can advise you on where to go with that. Yep, and kind of come up with a plan and, and help you. Get a plan to move forward. Yep. Yeah, have goals, have time frames set on, you know, Okay, here's what I need to do. Here's some, how much time that should take. And then here's what I'll do next. Yep. So next, fix this next. Uh, I get it. Anyway, so <laughs> there will be more of that to come. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. But anyway, for today's episode, we're just going to chat a little bit about a question that was posted in the Facebook group. Um, one of our Academy members posted in there. Yeah. There was more to the post, but basically it was just looking for assistance on bidding new home construction and basic landscape packages so yeah so basically he was getting hooked up with a general contractor it sounds like uh, who builds homes and they want to just do like a contractor's type of package deal for landscaping so he mm -hmm. kind of reached out wanted to make sure there wasn't anything that he forgot to put in this package mm -hmm. and uh, we thought it was a great topic because this is something we had a lot of experience of for years and years and years we did this type of work we just did oh yeah before the housing boom before the 08 yeah before 08 we did mm -hmm. probably from early 90s all the way through we did that it's a great way i think to get into landscaping if you maybe are just starting to add landscaping from like say you just do mowing or something, or if you're even just starting out and you want to get into residential, I think it's a good place to start. It is. And it could take a little bit to get into because you got to get hooked up with the contractors. You got to make the contact. It's all about networking in the beginning. So you have to get out mm -hmm. there, network them, build that trust and confidence with that contractor. But once you get in there, they pretty much keep you for everything. So yeah. And there's good, there's good and bad and ugly. There so there is, <laughs> we can maybe get into that a little bit. Sure. Um, but his question mainly was, what all does, with his package, what he had in there as far as plants and trees and everything, was there anything else? So we threw out a few ideas. And unit had, I don't remember exactly his exact numbers, but, you know, it had five, six shrubs in the front, a tree in the corner, and just some basic These are basically cookie cutter landscaping yes. packages. They're going to have X yeah. amount of trees, X amount of plants. They're going to be yeah. very cookie cutter. Yeah. And then he's just asking if there's anything else because a contractor, I think it was taking care of all the seed and sod areas and stuff like that. Oh, okay. So we threw out the idea of adding on, you know, possibly a downspout emitters, you know, where they come underneath the sidewalk. We supplied them with a pipe 
and they can just throw it in when the concrete guy's doing their thing. Wait, we call them bubblers too, yeah, in case bubblers. people don't know what we're talking about. Yeah, I think in yeah. the book they're called like pop-up emitters. That's what uh, they're oh, doing. Yeah. So that was an easy add-on. Uh, if there's trees you could put in the parkways, especially end units, sometimes they may have to have two or more trees depending on, you know, ends Size. and stuff like that. And then we also threw out the idea as far as upgrading packages. So if a customer comes in or the homeowner comes in and, you know, wants to go above and beyond the typical landscape, you can throw it together a little bit nicer of a package deal, maybe some better plants, you know, bigger plants and, and just a different layout and design. So you can do something simple like that. That's always nice. Or they can also have the option of a custom landscape where you actually come in and you don't do any of the general contractor stuff, except for maybe the seating sod, and you design the whole package deal. So that was kind of the options that we threw out to them. I think there's some other members that were throwing out ideas for like amendments and stuff to the soils and all that stuff. So it just depends on your area. We didn't do a whole lot of that. No. So but we just did a lot of the general contractors and literally we'd come in and do whole subdivisions, you know, house after half to house after house. So Yep, one after uh, the other. Yeah, and that worked out really nice. I mean, we just pretty much stayed in this subdivision for months at a time, which was nice because you can just leave your material there for like bricks and stuff. So it's another nice little option of what you can do for a contractor. So um, but I think it's a great way to get in the landscape business and it's a great way to create system procedures because you're doing the same thing over and over. And this is where the system procedures come in play because you're doing the same. This job is something that you should be able to set up a crew to do in their sleep. Yep. Maybe not at first, maybe not the first no. couple, but if you really get in with a builder that's doing a lot of stuff and you're going to be, like Scott said, working in the same area, even the same development for mm -hmm. months this should be easy to knock out. Yeah, yeah. your guys basically know exactly what they need to do from starting point to the ending point of the project, you know, every day after day. And that's where it's nice because you can create those timelines. Okay, today you need to get this installed, this installed, this installed, and then, you know, move on. So mm -hmm. I mean, we're able to knock out house after house like every single day. So it was nice. And it's nice because it creates that consistent income. Right, predictable. How, yeah. It, well, if you, you know, if you're like, okay, I'm going to do... Mm -hmm. X many houses, yeah. Like how lawn maintenance, lawn maintenance. A lot of people like mowing because it's steady, predictable. Mm -hmm. So yeah, this could it, it fall works. under that same category. It works as long as you have a contractor that's willing to do it that. Pays. And, yeah, that pays. <laughs> and the housing market's going well. So if the housing yes. market's going to tank like it was in 2008. Usually you can see that coming. Yeah, we, we got out of it in time for that. But yeah, those are the biggest things you have to be concerned with. Sometimes the contractors can be a pain in the butt because they want you there. Like if you haven't been there for a bit and all of a sudden they have their houses ready, they want you there tomorrow. So that's some of the downfalls you have to look for with contractors. They may want mm -hmm. you there tomorrow, but you know, I've been providing you this money and they, they want it there now. So, right. And it's probably not the best if you have somebody like a designer that's looking for like a huge creative outlet. Yeah. That is not the place for them. No. Like we said, this is really just to get started. It's you don't have to have a ton of design experience to lay these plants out. So if you have somebody that's really looking to flourish and do that, maybe mm -hmm. stick to just yeah. If, if a you residential just like, home, if yeah. you like to create those consistent houses after house, like you don't really have design experience, this is perfect for it. it it's great, mm -hmm. um, and you can get do very well on it. I will say the the one contractor I can think of in particular. He wanted a set price for all the houses, no matter what. And that's hard, yeah. Yes, and we gave it to him, but we lost money on some of the corner units because some of them were larger properties and required more sod, a few more trees. So we didn't do so well, and we may have made it up through the time. I'm sure we did. Like hindsight, yeah, you might have to kind of average that yeah, out. Yeah, it's something that you really have to look at and consider when you're doing that, especially if they want one price for everything. Or we're able to, towards the end, 
before we changed out directions to have them okay the end units are this much regular that would be this. my recommendation yeah. would just be like have a set price for you know mm-hmm. whatever quarter acre lots are this yeah. much but when you get to it mm-hmm. like an end lot or a double unit it's going to be this yeah and like some of the contractors wanted full sod throughout the whole property some wanted a sod of the back of the house and then seed and netting or hydro seed whatever it was in the back of the house too sod so, in the front oh yes i'm sorry sod in the front hydro seed in the back. netting in the back whatever they wanted so mm-hmm. Um, but it is nice. It is nice to be, to create that consistent income and, you know, be able to keep those jobs going, you know, your crews going one after another. So it is nice, um, yeah. especially with the housing market is doing so well. Yeah, things are booming around here. So yeah. if you can get it hooked up with a contractor, it's not all bad, but <laughs> be advised, then you have to work with the contractor. So yeah. like Scott said, they may want you out there when they want you out there. I'm trying to think of any other things we ran into. Um, You're not going to be like putting in anything crazy. Like they're going to want it to be pretty quick and cheap oh, and yeah. easy. It was very so, cheap. There was <laughs> Yeah, it's not going to be anything fancy. So once again, if you have somebody who really wants to flex their creativity wings, this is not the way to do it. But if you don't mind, this was like the age of the Stella Dora Daylilies. I oh, don't yeah. know if you're like when those were literally everywhere. Yeah. We put them and everywhere. Spireas. Oh yeah, Spireas yeah. and Stellas. They, yeah. they were literally everywhere. That and a few boxwoods and some kind of tree, crab tree or whatever in the corner. Oh, some That's kind it. of flowering crab yeah, on the corner it. house. Done. And and we also did uh Pears. Pear oh, the trees. stupid calorie pears that are, they stink <laughs> and they're everywhere. Oh, I hate those stupid things. But it was consistent. That's what we did every single time, which made it nice because we can purchase. We knew we we're going to have whatever, 20 houses this year. We can purchase all those plants and have it in stock, which is really good, especially like right now when there's shortages and stuff going we on. We would purchase it, yeah, from suppliers and keep it there at the shop. Yeah. So we just had it there on hand. Mm-hmm. Of course, then you run into, you have to have somebody to, to water it and take care of it at the shop, yeah. but... But you can have it, you know, especially you if you can order early on, you can have it there. Like right now, if people can't get the supplies, that might be a little beneficial. You can order it now and just keep it there. And like Katie said, you do have to, somebody has to maintain it, but yep. you throw a soaker hose or drip system on there and it does work. So one thing, when you start talking about some of the downfalls with the contractor, I, I will say one example we had was they wanted to create a wall of some sorts with trees between like a busier road on the backside. And they want us to cram these um, I'm trying to remember what kind of trees there were spruce, I think. I want to say blue spruce, probably. I would imagine. Oh, they just want you to plant them like way close together. Oh, yeah. We crammed them together. I'm like, these things are going to grow together, you know, in a couple of years. And his exact words were, it looks good now. I don't care what it looks like in 20 years from now. All right. But now they're like encroaching on the house. Like it went from a 10 foot backyard or whatever, a 15 foot backyard to like five foot. It's dumb now. I look back and it's like, why? But. That's what he wanted. And but yeah, so you have to either just bite the bullet and do it like we yeah. did, even though you know it's maybe not oh, right, yeah. you know, yeah. right tree, right place that maybe went out the they're, window a little bit. But yeah, they're not looking long, long term. They no, don't care. And like I remember one, because it's actually the same subdivision. This contractor is moving into himself and he had a custom stone oh, yeah, the sign uh, entrance outside. sign made up, you know, yeah. etched in stone and it had whatever the subdivision's name was. And he wanted to put these shrubs in front of it. I'm like... They look nice now, but in a couple they will years grow. ago, huge. <laughs> yeah. I don't care. I'm like, this doesn't make sense. You're not going to like it. And last time I went by there, this has been now decades since we went out there. Last oh, time I went yeah. by, they're chopped down to the ground. Like, there's nothing there. Like, Yeah, because you told them they would <laughs> yeah, grow. So, yeah. You do have to deal with that sometimes. It, they're going to think they know best. And so yeah, you may have to just tuck tail and be like, and, even if you know it's dumb, just do it. <laughs> well, yeah. And I remember specifically telling me these types of things. And Yeah, I didn't care. He blew it <laughs> off. For one, I don't know if he thought because I'm a dumb kid or something like that. But it's also like... Well, These are, don't get me going on one of my tirades of 
<laughs> men business owners that they, they all know everything okay i've oh, dealt with yeah we i do. know yeah i've dealt with this a lot so <laughs> you're gonna yeah you might have to deal with a little bit of ego you do because everybody knows perfect. everything and everybody's perfect mm-hmm. but it was nice because i mean like we said we we got in with four or five different contractors mm-hmm. and that's just what we did we just we did all these types of houses and, and we did really well for years on doing that kind of stuff it was consistent income yeah well but, luckily we're like local yokels and so your dad knew a lot of these people but mm-hmm. well like you said it's just networking yeah. So I don't really, do you have any advice on if anybody isn't just a local <laughs> yokel that knows everybody and like went to high school with them? Well, you need to get out there and, and start just going up, introducing yourself to these contractors, join some kind of, we had a BIA is a building association or building something, BIA is the organization, but Builders Association. Get in with those and start talking to them and just start networking with them and let them know, you know, you'd like to give them a bid, an estimate on, on their project. So sometimes after a while, they'll throw you a chance and give you a chance to do one building or something to see how it goes. Or sure. or if their main landscape contractors falling behind, they may call you in. And once they see what you can do, you start, you know, doing it. So it is good. And just be warned, they do not care for perfection and, and they don't. <laughs> yeah not always i shouldn't say all okay of them, but there's some that just want it done well they... don't yeah don't don't do a bad job i guess no, is what we're but, saying but it's it's not the same as high-end residential no no like i just remember like raking like you know we we would grade out the yard and rake out all the rocks some of them didn't care about all that stuff they just get in get out get you move on so yeah it's you know you have your different levels of contractors so it, you, like you anything know else, so. take that all into yeah. accord don't do anything that you think is like crappy work because no, but- you don't want the homeowners to come in and be like, oh no, well, blah, 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 did all the work in here and it sucked. So, I mean, do a good job, but it's not going to be like that fine tooth comb of high, high end residential. I mean, (laughs) I can think of another example where we had some issues where the contractor just backfilled the houses so quickly to get them up because they had them like, I think it was every three months they have a house built complete and they would backfill the houses with this clay dirt and our area is pretty hard clay and they backfill it. Well, we put our sod up there and then... A few weeks later, after all this watering of the sod, the dirt would settle around the house and we'd have to go dig up three feet around the house and fill it in with dirt and like have the nips go come back out because the gas meter had twisted. The electric and all that. Oh yeah. I remember some of that stuff and it's just, they want it done and they want it done now. They want their money. So, yep. but it is good if you're wanting to do consistent work. Like I said, and I think that's a good little foot in the door Mm -hmm. of doing some landscaping if your guys haven't done landscaping before, because once again, it doesn't have to be quite as perfect. Sometimes, you know, done is done. Yep. And, you know, I'm not advocating doing a bad job, do no. a good job, but it's a great way to get practice, I guess, because yep. nobody starts out doing high-end crazy stuff. This is a great way to practice. Yep, absolutely. So, All right. Anything? I've got some pod deck questions for you. All right. What's one bad habit you're trying to get rid of? Bad habit? Or do you like all your bad habits and you're just trying to keep them? I guess my bad habit is all the pop and coffee I drink. Uh, that's something I should probably A caffeine back. problem? Yeah. Yeah, okay. that's something I would like to. Uh, well, you don't drink nearly as much as you used to. I no, mean, I remember I've back cut, in the day when you could really slug it back, the yeah, coffee. I mean, I, I've cut back, but it's it's something I would like to eventually get rid of or slow yeah. down a lot more. All maybe right. maybe one cup a day, <laughs> two, three. Two. I'm like, I don't see you being a one <laughs> cup a day, but I can see you doing uh, maybe two cups of coffee. Yeah. Ha ha. Okay. Who or where would you haunt if you were a ghost? Oof. Well, I know you said you'd haunt me. So. I will haunt you forever if I die first. That is correct. I'm a little bit of a spiteful person, so I'd probably go after the people that... Oh, that like wronged you? Are yeah, you going to mess with them? I would. Like some poltergeist stuff? I would. Yeah. <laughs> that went dark. I was not <laughs> expecting that. Like, I mean, I say I'm going to haunt you, but it's you're going to like know it's me because I'm just going to be doing like dumb things that yeah. are like ridiculous. 
you know, like putting rubber bands on the faucets. So when you turn it on, it squirts you in the face, like stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't hurt anybody, but I would just. You'd scare them until they cried, though. Well, maybe. Fight, fool. <laughs> eh? Hmm. <laughs> would you rather go 30 days without your phone or your entire life without dessert? Oof. I don't know. That's a tough one. Yeah. I mean, sometimes it might be nice to go without the phone. But I do sometimes call you T-Mobile because you're mm. ignoring uh, myself and the children because your nose is stuck in your phone. So Sometimes, yes. Mm-hmm. So it might yeah. be a little hard. I could probably do without desserts. I figured you'd say desserts because yeah. you don't like sweets nearly yeah. as much as I do. I would never go without desserts. I would like take my phone. I don't care. You can take it for... <laughs> don't take my French soap pie. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I think that's all we've got today. Yep. Um, if you haven't checked out our free Facebook group, Landscaping Business Owners, make sure you hop in there. Keep an eye out on our website because we will be having Fix This Next somehow incorporated in there soon. Yeah, so we'll let you know when we get it all hammered out. We're trying to get the website all finished up. and Yeah, because we'll have our own link where you can take the assessment. But like I said, we're still kind of hammering it out. But stay tuned for that. So, yep. And then uh, if you haven't subscribed to our YouTube channel, make sure you check that out. You can watch these videos of what we're doing right now on there. We've got the podcast and yeah, Scott's been recording some other good stuff. Well, we just got a new camera today too. We can go out and start recording. We did. Well, we had to get a new camera because we have video that we couldn't even post on YouTube because I was operating the camera and the camera's like pointing at the ground. The camera's pointing at the sky. Katie I, was never on the AV crew. No, I was not on the AV team and I... Our 14-year-old kicked me off the AV team, <laughs> but maybe now with our new camera, I can use it. But the other one, I could not figure out the, I just call them all gimbals. I think that might be a brand, yeah, it was, but it it's a gimbal. Yeah. Oh, is that what? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the gimbal and I were not getting along. So anyway, <laughs> but check those out. So if you, if you do watch any videos and there are some very weird camera editing, you can just chalk that up to me. We're, yeah. We're working on that. We're, I'm trying. Kyle, we got a new camera. So, <laughs> all right. All right, guys. Thanks for well, listening. Yep. Thanks for joining us today. Have a great day. Hey everyone, just want to thank you again for joining us today. If you enjoyed today's podcast, we do ask you for one quick favor. Could you please head over to iTunes and leave us a review? A five-star review is even better, but it helps us get our rankings up and help us spread our message. 